Welcome to For the Health of It, starring Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. She is joined by producer Mike Clark. This dynamic, sometimes crazy, sometimes funny, and always entertaining duo will inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. So listeners, check this out. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm doing a ton of patient work, which for me is physical adjusting of patients. It's getting more intense for me. And I decide I really just need to put yoga into my life regularly. So I find a class that's Tuesday mornings, which is perfect because all day Monday is my busiest day. So I waltz into this class on Tuesday morning and guess who I see? Mike and Elizabeth Clark. (laughs) My producer, yeah. Mike, he was right there. At, in a yoga class. In like these little yoga that. pants and his yeah. butt up in the air. There was Mike. <laughs> Best class ever. ever. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. It's great. It has been really fun. Yeah. Which, you know, I didn't know that he would be there. And I really enjoyed, you know, having this little time to hang out near him. And he and I, Mike, would you agree? Like, I, I gained so much from that class. It makes my whole week better. Yeah. It. it it isn't, uh, to me, it isn't what I thought a yoga class would be. Which you is know, exactly that, why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. What, what is yoga? So on that note, we brought our instructor, Aaron Hubbard. Of my per- instructor. My instructor. I share of, it with you. Of Prevail okay. Martial Arts and Yoga in Amherst, New Hampshire. Welcome, Aaron. Hi, it's such an honor to be here. It is really cool that you're here. And just for a little bit of background, I know that obviously you're a certified yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. And then even recently, you got some advanced training on yoga for healing back pain, correct? I did. It, I did. And it was really eye-opening for me. Oh, so they have specialized yoga things? Absolutely. Like, oh, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. And... It's interesting because when you go to a yoga class or when you're trained in yoga, the emphasis is on a complete and balanced practice. The trick is, though, that if you are in pain, say you have back pain or neck pain or shoulder pain or those little headaches that crawl up the back of your neck, that's an indication that you are out of balance. So if you are already out of balance, and if you can picture, you know, weighted scales out of balance, if you add the same amount of weight to both sides of that scale, you're not coming back into balance. So what you need to do is add a little bit more weight to the higher side of the scale, bring yourself back into balance. And so to do that, you can't go to a balanced yoga practice. You have to go to a practice that will emphasize strengthening the muscles that are too weak and opening up the muscles that are too short and stiff. So that's one example of a yoga class. But something I've learned is there's a lot of different types of yoga with different goals and different techniques and even really, would you say different philosophies? There's definitely different emphases between the different yoga classes. Um, And I like to say that there's many paths up the mountain right? You can take a different path and still get to the summit. And I really like the idea that there's a kind of yoga for each different person. Definitely. So if you really enjoy being in a super hot room, then that's a great yoga for you. That doesn't work for me. I'm on the floor. (laughs) So, but I don't begrudge anybody who likes to go and do hot yoga. I think that that's fabulous. Whatever's going to get you up off the couch is fantastic. fantastic. Right, so right. let's start with something really simple. So let's say 
I'm going to give you a profile of a person. Yes. Um, this is common in my practice. I'll say, let's say randomly, a 50-year-old woman, and I'll say to her, um, I really think you could benefit from some stretching. I think that you would adjust easier. I think you would hold your adjustments better. Mm -hmm. um, or if, if it's something that you think you could see yourself doing some type of yoga class. And then the woman says to me, well, I don't want to like, you know, like have to meditate at the end, or I don't want to have to like buy into Eastern philosophy or religion. I, I would go, but I just want to like stretch and breathe. Mm -hmm. So someone looking for the more the the physical mechanics and benefit of yoga, but not spirituality, is there yoga for that person? Well, stretching and breathing is definitely part of all of the yoga classes. Yes. So she would get that wherever she went. And it has a lot to do with the individual instructor. So, right. you know, I would say go and try and try, try lots. Things that you might look for is I would definitely steer that person away from any kind of hot yoga. Mm -hmm. I would definitely steer that person towards something that is led off by the word hatha yoga or gentle yoga. Okay. Um, and something more gentle like Kripalu yoga, which is what I've been trained in. Mm -hmm. And would you say possibly um, yoga that's more, say, a fitness center um, or more mainstream? Like I know even some of like the videos you can get, like they, for example, the company Beachbody, they have yoga that's very mainstream. Yes. Um, yeah. So Lots of people enjoy that a lot. Um, I those hate it. Yo those yoga. I've done it, and it's like it. Ch it's chaturangas for like. Yeah, all of those. An hour. Those yogas you know? that I. It's like so boring. I thought I've I've yeah. worked out with Autumn on the beach body yoga, and it's actually been Autumn Calabrese. Yeah, she she does yeah. she does a good job. Yeah, she's I, super I enjoy hot that. Too. <laughs> well, and it's interesting the words that you guys are using to describe that because the overarching theme of that is a workout. Correct. Right. right. Exactly. So right. if you are going to yoga for a workout, you're going to go and look for a very different class than a class that's going to help you recover from a week's worth of chiropractic Correct. adjusting. Right. Yes. And if you are already doing all kinds of lifting, then maybe you're looking for a little bit of yin to that high intensity stuff. Okay. So yin yoga, restorative right. yoga, I've yeah. heard about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a couple of the a couple of the different kinds of yoga um, are like you just said, restorative yoga. Restorative yoga is very relaxed. You're supported by props. You just melt into the floor, and it's super duper passive. Yin yoga doesn't use so many props, and the idea is to hold a pose for a long time in order to work on the tendons and the joints more so than the m belly of the muscle. So if you have some joint pain, if you have maybe even arthritis, you could work on that yin yoga end of things. It's not gonna get your heart rate up, but man, I'm not saying that it's not challenging because holding a pose after a couple minutes, your brain starts to go, how much longer do I have to do this? Yeah. And it can start to get, you know, a, a little bit uncomfortable, but sticking with that is a good meditation practice. What I like about your class is you actually ask each person what they're looking for that particular class. Now, mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you, do you modify that on the spot? Yeah. I mean, so you, you kind of listen to what everyone's and you sort of incorporate a move for every person. I do I absolutely. Yeah. So Which on is the kind continuum, of so it's a hybrid, really, of all different kinds of yoga. 
Well, Kripalu Yoga speaks specifically to every person is different. Every body is different. This a particular yoga pose is going to look very different on me than it's going to look on Jenny, than it's going to look on you. Mm -hmm. And we shouldn't expect your bodies to be able to do what any other body's going to do. You're the only mm-hmm. you there are. There is. I like that philosophy. You you definitely give permission for us to look different in the poses or one side to be different than yeah. another. And she then even, how do you support your body with props to get the right, achievement? Right. Exactly. And so on the continuum, if we get back to the different kinds of yoga, it's sort of the opposite end of the continuum from um, Bikram yoga. Um, Bikram yoga is... Poses must be done and look like this. And like I said, there's many paths up the mountain. And so if people are looking for that exacting, they can go and look for it. I'm a little worried about injury in those situations. I went to the Bikram Yoga website and I was actually greeted in um, very large font center of 90, it says 99% right is 100% wrong. So if you need black and white, if you need to be told exactly what to do, go, but be careful. Well, I can imagine the value goes up if you have a very aware instructor who's actively assuring that everyone's safe and doing the right thing. Yeah. So a hands-on instructor or an aware instructor would mm-hmm. increase the safety. And, and hopefully so. So Bikram Yoga, you do it exactly this way. They do the same 26 postures exactly the same in a row all the time. Okay. And so if... So people who like yeah. a routine. Right. And yeah. they want to know what to expect yeah. and they right. like a hot room. There we right. go. Okay. Exactly. So routine, exactly the same thing. And there's And there's value to that. I don't mean to say that there's not. My classes, I ask people, what is it that's facing you today? It's more individualized. Right. Sure. And how can I address that? And then at the end, I really like to check back in with people and say, what else is it that your body's asking for right now? What would make your yoga practice complete and perfect? When I am teaching and I look out at the room and I see that everybody is doing something different not even just a little bit different, like completely different. If someone over here is doing triangle and this person over there is doing down dog, Mm -hmm. awesome. I was so like doing the cat cow the other day. I'm like, I'm going right back to cat cow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because then I know (laughs) the whole idea of yoga is to yoke together. That's what it means. Yoke mind and body to make Mm -hmm. it one. And it doesn't, nowhere in there does it say, I have to do what the instructor says. (laughs) It's it's what is my body and my mind need right now. Which is the perfect class for me because I usually wind up off my mat like (laughs) invading other people's space. But wait, don't don't you say there's... okay because Elizabeth is right next to you. But don't you say you get extra points if if someone ends up touching you, like the back of your hand touches somebody? Oh, yeah. yeah. You get points. Yeah, Yeah, you get extra points because it's a competition. (laughs) See, I knew that. I wanted extra points. I don't want to leave the impression that it's full body contact yoga or some kind of a (laughs) football... All of a sudden, there's a waiting line to get in. (laughs) Okay, so what what types of yoga are more um, philosophically or spiritually based? Well, they all go back to the origins of Puntanjali and the Yoga Sutras and the eight limbs of yoga. So when you go to a yoga class, you're really only, you know, the poses are just one part of it. There's a lot of other parts to it. Breathing Mm -hmm. is part of it. Concentration is part of it. Um, And so those are common aspects. Meditation is part of it, one of those eight limbs. 
And whether or not the instructor delves into the other stuff, like the yamas and the niyamas, which are the obligations and the restraints, are entirely up to the instructor. I find that it works well in my classes that if the classes during the week are more practical, more utilitarian, your shoulder hurts, here's what we're going to do. Your neck hurts, here's what we're going to do. On Sundays, I have a class specifically designed to dive into the yamas. I'm I'm doing a yamas and niyamas series right now. What does that mean, yamas? Well, the yamas and the niyamas are, you know, for lack of a better term, the Ten Commandments of yoga. Okay. They're, you know, philosophies to live by, how to live a good life, and how to be a good person. Mm -hmm. Um, So the yamas are... The thou shalt nots, basically, and the niyamas are the thou shalt. And they're common, you know, thou shalt not steal, not do violence, tell the truth, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, I better skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should probably skip that class. <laughs> On that note, let's, take, steps, a, Mike. let's take a break. <laughs> and when we come back, I have, I have some more questions. This is really interesting. I think there's a lot of people who have wondered some things about yoga, and I hope that I'm touching on um, some of the fascination or the questions or um, the concerns that people might have about practicing. So thank you, Aaron. We'll see you on the other side. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you're in the Southern New Hampshire area, you can schedule a health consultation and examination with Dr. Jenny. To schedule, call 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, go to www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com or call 673-5600. To find a chiropractor in your area, go to www.chiropractic.org slash doctorfinder. Now back to raw talk about full potential living for the health of it. We are back, and we have special guest Erin Hubbard in the house. So glad Hi. you're here, Erin. She it's so good to be here. It's so much fun. I know. I love her. I love her too. <laughs> I love you guys. Erin and her husband Richard own Prevail Martial Arts and Yoga Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire, a very successful, amazing state-of-the-art gym. Yeah, it's cool. And. Aaron teaches yoga, and Mike and I ran into each other at a class, and we said, oh, we need to talk about this. Yeah. So I want to recap from the first segment. We talked about the different types of yoga. Maybe we can kind of start. You mentioned Bikrams at one end. So let's start there and, and kind of go through the different kinds. Can you do that for me? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're looking for a feel of a class and you're looking for a traditional, I'm going to know exactly what I have to do and someone's going to tell me what that is and it's going to be the same. Bikram is where you want to be. It's also a hot yoga. So Bikram is you're going to do this pose in these poses in this order and it's going to look like this. Okay. Very traditional. Softening from that, you would go to Iyengar yoga, also a specific guy, Ayengar and, and Bikram are specific guys, and they said, we're going to do these poses this way. Ayengar yoga also focuses on position, alignment, and breath. But you can, then there's a lot of props and adjustments made for people who can't quite get their bodies into the picture postcard perfect pose. That would be me. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then softening from there is Ashtanga yoga. Ashtanga yoga um, really focuses on all eight limbs of of yoga with meditation and breath work and everything. And they also do poses 
and and work on getting proper alignment but there's a I get the feeling that there's a little bit more softening for your body works this way but mm-hmm. ashtanga is a pretty deeply spiritual practice you'll mm-hmm. see that ashtanga yoga instructors often wear all white will have a white head scarf around their heads and it's really lovely it's very lovely I actually practice. did that throughout my pregnancy with my son mm-hmm. and it was kind of a neat practice to have while pregnant yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Are there any naked yoga classes? Oh, my There are. There oh, are. Geez. Are there really? Oh, oh absolutely. Are you going to be holding any soon? And are we just coming? listenership or we lost listenership? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I need to know if you would be coming. Sure. You would be attending. The and class. make sure I know when this is so I will not attend. Yes. <laughs> of course. So that's, that's, in re- a- that's in respect to Elizabeth, Michael. So it'll be me and Aaron, I guess. That's it. Um, Moving on. And maybe my black belt husband. <laughs> Well played. Okay, so what's under Ashtanga? So um, I suppose softening from Ashtanga, you would move more into Kripalu. Kripalu, the focus is on what is it that your body needs? What is it that you are feeling? And the highest practice in Kripalu is called meditation in motion, where you stop telling your body what to do and you kind of move into this flow state that you hear about from athletes and artists and the like and the poses just flow through you and you move on your mat the way that your body's asking you to move and the way that your breath is asking you to move what's your favorite type well i'm trained in kripalu so that would be my favorite there you go (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what we do on Tuesdays, oh, Michael. It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I love about Kripalu is that I get to help people communicate more deeply with their bodies and because I feel like in our society we are so very separate from our or detached from what our bodies are asking us to do. Right. Well, I can attest to that. One thing that I've noticed is that the patients that I work with that regularly practice yoga, they are much more body aware. They're in touch with their bodies. They can explain to me how their bodies feel. They're more accurate when they try to show me where their body feels like it's dysfunctioning. Um, They're extremely more limber in general, easier to adjust. And I really believe they hold their adjustments longer. I personally think that a practice like yoga along with spinal adjustments can really increase health. They go quite well together. And I would agree. I think that it's really important to have a balanced muscular system in order to keep your skeletal system in balance. Right? And I think it goes both ways. Yeah. I've yeah. had people who've done years of yoga um, after just a few adjustments because yes. their body is so receptive, can't believe how they can go so much deeper into poses. Oh, absolutely. And it's a wonderful, you know, loop back and forth and a, a Definitely. symbiotic relationship between the two. Um, are there any other kinds to review? Well, there's a couple more that I'd like to mention. There's both yin yoga and restorative yoga. Mm -hmm. Restorative yoga is a lovely way to just go and be supported completely in a pose and be able to relax entirely. And so it's a really nice, lovely reset button for Mm -hmm. your muscular system and also the neurological system. It really helps to just take the whole thing. It's like a hard reboot on your computer. Just go 
boom. I find people who down. are regularly in fight or flight yes. who can't just stop mm-hmm. um, really can benefit from a class like a restorative. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great. You know, and all of the yogas are really great for anxiety, but restorative yoga can certainly help that too. Um, yin yoga is lovely. It's kind of like restorative yoga in that you hold the poses for a long time. But you're not so very supported by props because the idea is that once you take a pose and you're holding it for two minutes or five minutes or even 10 minutes, that you allow gravity to help you bring you down and more deeply into the pose as your tendons and muscles let go. Do you find it difficult to get men to come to yoga? Yes, I do. Yeah, because there's some sort of weird well, sort of think stigma that, Men think they're not it. flexible is one thing. Well, and that, and I think they think it's girly, maybe. I don't... Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know? And you guys said something really interesting at the beginning of the first segment. You said it wasn't what yoga, what I thought yoga was going to be. So not at all. I want to know, what is it that you guys thought yoga was going to be? And Mike, why did you come to yoga to begin with? And why have you well, come back? Because it's fun. Why is it fun? Because I like your class. You know, it's not um, because it's something different every time. You know, um, I pr- if it was the same routine every time, I pr- you know, it, to me it would be boring. Yeah. You know, although the music is fantastic. You play fantastic music. <laughs> I just come to listen to the music. I just think lay it's, in the mat it's nice it, that so. the general poses, which are called different names, tend to come up again and again. So when you well, say, we're going to yeah. go into down dog, I know, I know, what, that I know is. what you mean. So yeah. the longer yeah. I've been in yeah. yoga, I like the comfort of you can say the words and I know the picture in my head. Yeah. That's nice. But the order changes and mm-hmm. then sometimes See, you'll modify. To me, I, yeah, I find it a good balance of it. It almost seems like it's more like, I don't know, sports oriented stretching and, but there's a little bit of spiritual stuff in there too. It's like a good balance of what everything I think yoga should be. And I love doing that. And that's why I ask people at the beginning of my class, what is it that you need today? Right. Because if you and Elizabeth have come in and you've just done a huge deadlift session, I know I need to hit hamstrings. Right. right. (laughs) And so, um, and that'll be very different from what Jenny needs to do because she's been bent over patients right. for a week. Right. Right. So exactly. my mid back to yeah. low back is really mm-hmm. taxed. And for yeah. me, it's, it's a reset. I really find that it, it takes the physicality of my work and it allows my body to increase blood flow, increase lymph flow. It, it gets stretching and motion into joints that I haven't been able to focus on. So all of my body will move better. And you know, that's the whole focus of chiropractic is individual mobility between the joints and yoga really does the same thing. So I find that it, it really helps me recover from the physicality of my job. Yeah, I'm not sure I would really like a real rigid class. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I forget what type you said. I think from like an that, exercise but... standpoint, there can be a lot of value. Like, you really yeah, just want to sweat. Yeah, you yeah. want the workout. Yeah. One thing I've always admired mm-hmm. with people who utilize yoga as their primary level of fitness is that it's a different type of muscle tone than mm-hmm. just like a strict lifting weights. It's more of a lengthening of right. muscle. Mm-hmm. Like I remember back in like the 90s when Madonna took up yoga. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? It was yeah. like in the news and her body was amazing. Like she mm-hmm. was cut and people said she looks that jacked up from yoga, but you could tell oh, her yeah. muscles were a lengthened, yeah. but they, they were strong. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same Very thing with Sting. Sting supposedly only does yoga for, and I, I don't know if you've seen him lately, but he's pro- he's like 65 yeah. years old. He yeah. looks 
unbelievable. Yeah, you can get yeah. an amazing yeah. shape, yeah. and it's not that hard press uh, of lifting and weights. Supposedly, you can have sex for like ten hours at a time. So that's what actually that's why I'm taking yoga. That's why Mike is there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm interested hoping. in the yeah. naked yoga. So one thing I've come across with people who've asked me about yoga, Aaron, is that sometimes someone will have a concern that their own personal or religious beliefs don't line up with yoga or maybe are at um, an extreme of the philosophy or what they think the philosophy of yoga or even Buddhism, which you can say maybe has ties to yoga. Mm -hmm. And they're wondering if there's a way to still get the benefits of yoga without having to indirectly buy into some of the philosophy. Right. Now, my recommendation has always been it comes down to the instructor mm -hmm. and making sure you find an instructor you're comfortable with mm -hmm. and that you voice what your goal is or what your beliefs are. And I find that um, many, many instructors um, are very open and willing to make a person feel comfortable in mm -hmm. their class. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? That is a really interesting question, and it does come up for some people, and people's beliefs are really important to them and provide them with comfort and courage. And so I think it's really important to respect those beliefs. When people come to my class, I want to make them feel comfortable, I want them to feel welcome, and I want them to feel safe. So as an instructor myself, that's what I want to give to my students. In doing so, and keeping with the philosophies of yoga, I tie into the commonalities. I mentioned before that there's the yamas and the niyamas, and um, and how they tie in. Well, there's there's the commonalities of thou shalt not steal. I mean, that's that's common through all kinds of different religions. And it doesn't it doesn't invalidate or I feel doesn't attack any notion of their God or their belief system to talk about how in order to be a good person, you don't steal. Yeah, see, I, if you got into too much spiritual stuff, it to me, it would make me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm a pedestrian. Yeah. Okay, and it's so. not, yeah. And it's not my place. What, and when I, and when I <laughs> Pedestrian. <laughs> well. That's funny. And, and when I. It took I, you a while to get that. That was funny. And but what, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, yeah. that, uh, too much of that would make me feel a little uncomfortable. You know right. what I mean? Well, like, I'm not there for that. Well, I'm there what, for, to work my body a little bit. Mm -hmm, yeah. So, and I think you balance that fantastic. Well, what I'm you know, hearing a little from Erin is she's the type of instructor that her, your goal is to meet people where they are, whether right. it's where they are right. with their with their physical needs or with their spirituality. Spiritual and right. so that's one, one type of yoga instructor, which I think can really serve a lot of different kinds of people. Right. There's and, probably other studios where there's a strong spiritual component, and yeah. you'll fit in there if you fit in there and then maybe on the other extreme i literally um have known people who are catholic um grade school teachers who mm -hmm. teach yoga at mm -hmm. a ymca and to them it's just breathing and stretching right you know so you can really find right. a class that fits you and i think that's really the key and then Absolutely. communicating because i bet somebody could call you up and say these are my goals. These are my physical goals. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm at with, with many concerns. Do you have a class that fits me? And you Absolutely. would guide them to what you need. So really communication um, and finding the right instructor yeah. who can understand you. Because it's a hard key. to be all things to all people. And right. one of the, that's one of the things that 
actually comes up sometimes, like I said before, my during the week classes are the utilitarian, practical, boots on the ground kind of class. How can Mm -hmm. I fix this problem with my body? And when I go around and I ask people, what do you need? Every once in a while, someone will say, I need some balance, right? You know, and that's not a physical thing. That's something else. And so I'll touch on it lightly. And -hmm. because I know my students really well, I can know that Mike's going to freak out if I start talking to Jenny (laughs) about chakras. So I'll put it a different way. Right. I'll put it a different way that makes it comfortable for everybody there. You know, a rose by any other name is going to smell as sweet. You know, so I don't have to use, and this is why, Mike, why I use music from our culture and our tradition. Why, why did traditional yoga people listen to Sanskrit and chant and stuff like that? Because it's sacred to them. Well, there are plenty of songs that have touched our hearts and our minds that we've sure. listened to. I think we had the Goo Goo Dolls going last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There yeah. are definitely... All kinds of great stuff. There's, there are songs that we listen to on the radio today that come to us electronically that hold a special place in our hearts and make us feel a certain way and help us think about certain things. And that's why I choose those songs. And I also really want to open it up to my students and to anybody hearing this podcast. If you have suggestions for things, for songs that are special to you yeah. that so, why guru doesn't mean anything to me yeah is that that's a sanskrit thing right because I've, I've done a couple records like what, what do you call that the chanting thing the chanting yeah yeah uh-huh. and you know it, it's like a different language and like what why is this spiritual to me you know the, what i mean that gets into sang- sanskrit and yeah. um and we can go into that if you'd like and why those words are used <laughs> yeah but um, you know what I mean? It's not. But, well, you know, I, here's, I think this is the summary. I think that the health benefits, the mental, emotional benefits of yoga are amazing. And I think if anyone's thinking about yoga or has any concerns, any confusion, I think it's important to recognize that really yoga can be for everyone. It's Absolutely. just finding the class, the instructor, the style that fits you. So mm-hmm. it's worth asking questions, checking out different studios or try one. Um, and trying it yeah. um, or videos at home or on online. Um, but I, the benefits of, of yoga I've seen firsthand myself and my patients um, can be phenomenal. Absolutely. I'd also like to point out that I hear from a lot of people that are like, oh, I could never do yoga. I'm not flexible. Right. Oh, honey, please. <laughs> please come to the class. <laughs> you do not. You absolutely do not I'm need not to flexible. be. That's, you do not need to be flexible to like do saying, yoga. That's like saying, I can't eat healthy. I'm too fat. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's why you have to. One of right. my very, very favorite, t- favorite t-shirt philosophies is the best day to plant a tree was 30 years ago. Right. The second best day to plant a tree is today. Day. Yes. So go to yoga. So <laughs> Find a- somebody. Aaron, if someone wants to learn more about you or about your studio, how would they find you? They would find us at prevailmartialarts.com. And there's um, all kinds of information there about not only martial arts and self-defense, but also about yoga and fitness. Fantastic. Ah. Maybe we should do a podcast from yoga class sometime, Jenny. What do you think? A video cast? No, just a, no, just an audio class. <laughs> you want to bring in your recording Mike, equipment? Yeah. Mike doesn't, Mike doesn't want to be seen in his yoga Jenny, pants. I've, I've had a number of students ask me to record a class. Really? And, really? Yeah. So if you, you know, if we can get 
I'm sure that Tuesday morning would be okay with us dragging in some recording equipment. That would be fun. That That would be really fun. You just hear Mike go, oh, oh, pulled something. (laughs) Grunts and groans are perfect. And you'd hear me going, ah, yes. (laughs) Everybody go, ah. Be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you live in the southern New Hampshire area, schedule a health checkup with Dr. Jenny at 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, call 673-5600 or check out www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.